0: Hello, everyone. It's Dennis here with Ravog Games. Uh, this is our weekly podcast. I'm joined by...
1: Joshua Veyers, all the way in South Africa.
0: Yes, and it's a good good day for me today because it is two weeks since I got my second dose of the Pfizer vaccine, COVID vaccine. That means I am fully vaxxed. Actually, I'm past the time. I think I got it right about now. One well, As we're taping, this is Friday... 1:35 p.m. I think about this time. About maybe in five minutes is when I actually got it done. So there we go. Um, I don't know if you can tell on your end, but hopefully the viewers can. Um, I have a new camera up here, so
1: yeah, you look sharp, man. Yeah, yeah, yes. I say, that's some great <laughs> quality, dude. It's
0: actually so you know I have a webcam. I've been using the webcam, but I've been unhappy with. Um, not not so much the resolution but the dynamic range in terms of the the mm. light or whatever i i didn't buy this camera for this this camera is a, it's a this, uh, looks, this it, looks great though what it's camera a can, is a it's a canon yeah it's a well, not a dslr cuz i i sold my dslr and i got a mirrorless camera it's a canon r6 you know so it's like a $2000 camera so it's not, it's not meant for this purpose but i'm like well i oh. i own it you know, I, I bought it to take pictures and to shoot video with. Um, so, so I can yeah. because I didn't have a 4K camera. So this yeah, is my first it, it 4K up. camera. I was like, oh well, have my Elgato. Uh, why don't I just use my? I, I've had the camera for a couple months now, but I just you know I didn't have the um the, the little the cable, not just the cable, but the like little tripod thing, the clamp. Oh for yeah, because you, you
1: need a fairly strong one as well. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and I, I want I didn't want to take up more space, so I had to buy one for that. Clipped onto the desk, and it had to be above my, my my monitor's pretty tall. So, anyways, you know, I got the cool looking bo bokeh behind me, nice shallow depth of field. Um, But yeah, so it's a good day. Vex COVID vaccine, fully. I'm jealous. Maxed. I'm upset.
1: Got... <laughs> it looks too good. I can't. I can't get over it. I know we're talking about your vaccine, yeah. but it, yeah. I'm up, I'm upset at how good that quality is, man. Yeah. I need to. I need to go find two grand. Nice. Like... Uh, I, you could get better <laughs> yeah.
0: quality, and you don't need two grand. I just happened to. I've been using this camera for other purposes True. so might as well repurpose it and i'm rocking my uh you probably have no idea what this shirt is but
1: plus one plus two uh yeah. plus right. one yeah i got no i got no clue
0: says it right there it's a clue shirt from the movie clue oh so, just got that recently We're rocking it today so yeah today nice. is a good day you know <clears throat> anyways um you guys in what's the vaccine situation down there for you guys
1: uh <laughs> uh Dennis <laughs> I wish I could tell you <laughs> I, I literally googled it like two days ago uh-huh. and couldn't find any information within my own country regarding our vaccinations uh, i i I just don't know like here's the thing we do not have the infrastructure to vaccinate quick enough mm-hmm You know what I mean? And enough people. And it's like a thing of like, we're gonna, we're starting with the elderly, of course, and they were moving our way to the healthcare workers. I think by the time I get the chance to get a vaccine, I'll probably have immigrated, like truthfully. Back to the US? Yeah, truly, I believe I'll be back in LA before I get the vaccine in South Africa. And unless we get to a point where it's gonna be like, oh, you have to be vaccinated before you can go to America, which who knows, they might make that a thing. Immigration will be changing a lot within, I think this year.
0: Yes. Know? yeah yeah
1: uh, we'll see what happens we'll see what happens i'm still saving up for that immigration attorney and hopefully i'll be back in la within a year or less you know
0: cool cool but you definitely be able to get the vaccine here because there's yeah, plentiful dude, yeah
1: you, america's killing it man the fact that you guys have a problem where people aren't getting like like some of the clinics are empty they're like we have vaccines and nobody wants them what the heck guys not <laughs> nobody
0: wants them it's uh people who are ignorant uh aren't yeah. getting them um that's how i got mine early uh by the way i, I got mine a, a week or two earlier than than normal uh because there was an area that uh had a lot of people who didn't believe in the vaccine so they had all this extra and i was like well you don't want it uh, i drove an okay, hour and a half but... to, to 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 get it so anyways
1: exactly and anyway. I mean, speaking of it well I'd, I'd like to point out uh my friend al was he signed up to be one of the original like testers. He took mm-hmm. the vaccine in last year November, I think, mm. or around like yeah. He so he's and he feels fine.
0: Yeah,
1: like, yeah. I he didn't was have one of the first, first people that ever got a, administered the vaccine, and he it's been like months and he feels great. You know.
0: Yeah, I I got Pfizer, so my side effects were very minimal. I got a little bit of fatigue, um, a little nausea, but nothing major. People who've been getting Moderna here, their second shot, a lot of them been. Kicking their ass. But when I say kicking their ass, it means they got really, really like, tired. Three, they were, like, got a little... Three,
1: four days. Yeah. Just
0: for a day or two, you know? It's not like, yeah. you know, they felt like, you know, they got run over by a car. Yeah,
1: Have you ever, like... It's mostly, mostly just your arm that's sore from what I've heard. You know? It's people just saying, like, yeah, my arm was sore for a few days, and it sucked, but, you know, it's worth it. Yeah, some people but, just like, say, my, like, their whole my, body my dad, hurt. So Yeah, my dad was talking about vaccines back in the military, like, um, back in, like, the 70s and stuff. And he was like... We t- I took a. I think he took a vaccine for gout, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't even know they had or whatever. And my dad took. it, They took it like on the spot, and his his arm just straight up didn't work for a day. He just literally had zero. He like he went to go like lift uh-huh. up the ammo or like like the uh-huh. like the bombs or the missiles or whatever, and only only one arm went up, and he's like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> like for a full day he was out. And I was like, honestly, like when he told me that story from the '70s, I was like, like it makes sense. I mean, look, vaccines have come a long way, but okay. like, yeah like quick vaccines can kick your ass, you know, yeah. but it's, yeah. that's, that's, it's working, you know? Cool. Uh,
0: yeah. So anyways, back to gaming, this is gamer related. Uh, yeah. why I'm so happy is, uh, besides the vaccine, you look, you besides, look healthy though. It's good. Yeah. You know? Um, we released a big update for our VR basketball game, uh, pickup basketball nice. VR, uh, which is available on steam. If you have any, if you have the quest 2 you can play it just using the link. cable. actually I haven't tested air link yet, but some people have been able to play it with airlink and virtual desktop wirelessly but I mean obviously you still need a PC but you can play it with your quest one or two with, with a link cable. Um, we are making a quest version uh, so, but that will be out in a, probably a couple months or something like that. Uh, but anyways uh, yeah if you uh, have VR a VR system and you got a VR capable PC check it out. We just added a uh, computer 1v1 AI we added uh, some personal stat tracking and all that good stuff
1: right on yeah
0: so all right let's get into the the bigger uh uh gaming news today mass effect legendary edition came out uh it's for you know xbox series x it's for the pc it's for ps5 um yeah it's it's come out i have not gotten it yet I, i will say the the reviews have been very, very positive. A lot of people, because, you know, a lot of people, remember we had talked about it before, people were like, well, it's not, it's, they're just doing the graphics, and, you know, some people were disappointed that wasn't more, you know? It wasn't a full-on, like, uh, Final Fantasy 7 type of reboot, you know, where they're changing a lot of mechanics. It's it's more of a graphical, they're changing little bits of the gameplay, but not much, but it's mainly a graphical overhaul. but all reviews, not all, but, like, overwhelmingly uh positive from all the reviews that I have read and you know a lot of people are loving it
1: for me right yeah, now I, I, I know a lot of people who have pre-ordered it but uh it's still i mean like it just came out so yeah it came out last it, night at, at midnight or i know whatever. everyone's excited yeah
0: yeah and it's, it's a lot of positive reviews it's sixty dollars it's a little rich for my blood right now um you know you know days gone by director or di- not days days you, gone you mean
1: 16. Huh? You mean you said six dollars? Sixty. Sixty dollars. Yeah. I was like, I was like Eh. six. You were like six dollars. I don't know if I can afford it. If I can't, if I
0: can't afford a six-dollar brand new uh, game, I'm in trouble. But um, yeah, sixty dollars—a little rich for my blood uh, Mm. for right now. Just in terms of, not so much that I don't think it's worth it, because it's you know three games that I love. That you know they've put some work into it. It's you know probably. Tons and tons of hours of of play. It's one I've already played them, so yes, I already know the story. It'll be great to play it again and go through it with new graphics. But with you know Game Pass and with all these other games that I still own that I haven't finished and played, you know what I mean? Like I just can't justify buying it a sixty dollar
1: yeah at the remaster
0: moment. game. You know, it's well, not it's even actually, a new yeah, game. Yeah, you got a
1: good point. Yeah, uh, yeah you maybe. Got a very good point. Like, Maybe I it think comes we down said the last but I, I feel like forty dollars would have been the perfect and fair price because yeah. every single remake, every like good remake we've had since has been about forty bucks. Spyro, Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Like, to be fair, this is to be you know? fair.
0: This is three games. You know, it's a whole trilogy in one. So I I see. So it's basically twenty dollars per
1: remaster. I get. Yeah, I get so.
0: I'm not saying it's not fair, I'm just saying you know at my at this point with the amount of free time I have and the games that I still need to play still like I just don't I can't you know draw i yeah. first of all, I don't have the time to play you know each game it's free it's, it's it tw- is twenty huge plus games yeah, you each know, game is, is through, about like, twenty plus hours, you know, so you know. you're talking about minimum sixty oh. hours, but probably more sixty to eighty hours worth of gameplay you know so yeah um but anyways uh what's your what's your take on uh kind of the positive reviews and what's your interest in 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 buying this game
1: um honestly as soon as i have the money for it i do want to buy it Mm -hmm. because i never got to finish mass effect 3 like like the proper ending it's just Mm -hmm. like i mean i i I was just in a busy time in high school when the game came out for me Mm -hmm. you know um but I really want to. I really want to play Mass Effect 2 again, and I, I'm going to be starting from the beginning, fresh. I think I'll wait for it to go on sale. Might take a while, but it's definitely possible. Um, I'm. I want to play it. That's all I can tell you, man. I really want to play it. Like I, I, I can understand how some people are upset playing. Like I wouldn't say. Well, nobody's really upset, but like I can see how some people could be put off by the $60 markup. But considering how vast those games are, like I mean, like Crash Bandicoot was also mm-hmm. three games but those are three much smaller games in comparison to like the three Mass Effect games, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be... If, for people who haven't played it... Who haven't you know, played it, it's I, totally worth it. it if if you've you have never played, played it, it yeah. dollars is worth it. Yeah. It's worth it's a, it, a, it's a,
0: it. It's a great deal. For $60 and you've never played any of them, it's a great deal. Even if you've yeah. only played one, I think it's still a great deal. Uh, if you played two or all three of them at $60, it's, it's kind of, you know... I love this franchise. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, it's a time thing right now. At times, you know, I I just don't. My my whole thing is: let's say I I pluck plunk down the sixty dollars right now, right, and I start playing it, but I don't have that much time, and maybe I put it off, and I I I get through a few hours on, let's say, Mass Effect One, and then like by the time I get to it, it's like six months to a year later, and then the game would have already gone down in price, right? So you know what I'm saying, like so. Why yeah. didn't I just not play it cuz I I don't have to play it right now. It, just it's... Yeah,
1: no no I I agree. It's also one of those things where that's kind of how I felt about Resident Evil which by the way now that it's been a while I've actually been able to look at a lot more gameplay and it's it really is it looks really fun. It looks like the games a lot more fun than I thought, you know. You're uh it about looks, Resident Evil 2 remake. The, the no, the, no, not the remake, just the most recent Resident oh, Evil. Oh, Village. Um cuz the yeah, because I didn't have much of of an opinion on it last week, but now I do. I, it really, it looks great. Um, it's still one of those things where I'm not going to wait for it to be on sale. I'm just going to mm-hmm. wait for me to have time to play it. Like, I just mm-hmm. got to wait for that. Um, same with, yeah, same with the uh, Mass Effect remake. Like, that's something that I'm going to want to mm-hmm. own, even if I don't play it. Like, I want to own it because it's like, just so that I know if 10 years from now, uh-huh. I want to play it. You know what I mean? Like, 10 years from now, if I get a craving for Mass Effect, it's not going to be, I'm not going to be playing the original ones if the remasters exist, you know? yeah it's yeah. like some games i just want to own like i just want to own for having them well you know? then then like you probably want to own you them probably people. want to own
0: them on pc if you want something for more posterity for, for life. yeah
1: yeah no i agree like i've actually been considering buying the uh kingdom hearts trilogy on mm. pc for that exact purpose because i have them on ps4 but let's face it like uh, like if i have it digitally on pc i'll have it 50 years from now you know yeah, yeah.
0: To be fair, though, like the remaster is great, the graphics look great, but you know, I'm looking at the original graphics right now in a side by side. The originals
1: really aren't too bad. Yeah, they aren't. They're still pretty good, to be honest with you. I feel like some of the animations might be smoother. Not the cutscenes, but like some of the in game animations, they most likely got smoother and things like that. Yeah, and the textures
0: are higher quality on the new one. But what I'm saying is, like, it's overall, it's it's still, you know,
1: pretty for that time. Xbox
0: 360.
1: Or that time let's just say that the uh the arousing scenes in that were it, it, <laughs> it did my teenage heart good you know it was good enough to it was good enough from for a teenager like me man oh, all right
0: god i already graduated college by the time this game came out um anyways uh on a side note uh you know some people who have like uh game pass ultimate like myself you mm-hmm. know everyone's wondering oh am i going to be able to play mass effects legendary edition on there no, you you cannot at least currently. If you have EA Play Pro, which is fifteen dollars a month, which is different than the EA yeah. Access that you get through uh, yeah Game Rick, Pass. regular
1: EA Play is different from EA Play Pro yeah yeah.
0: So no, you will not be able to 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 play it. Uh, that doesn't mean it won't come out later, six months from now. Yeah. Who knows? A year from now, maybe it will. Um, but right now no so that's another reason not that i'm like waiting for it to like come on game pass i like i said it's just more of a time thing where i know i just won't get around to it so i might as well wait around for a little while but yeah if you are interested in buying it or yeah you don't want to wait or you think it's coming to game pass anytime soon uh you might be having to wait a little while cool
1: all right. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh, next thing, this one uh, is very interesting. So, Remedy uh, Entertainment, the developers of Control and Alan Wake, they are working on another game, which is interesting because they have now, with this confirmation of a new game that they're working on, they were they have six, six games in development. Which you're, you're Wait, talking six
1: about? six all? You're, you're gonna have to catch me up because I, c- I can only think of three.
0: Yeah. So. They have, they're working in conjunction. I forgot what the other um, developer is, but they're working with a developer on the single-player mode. Oh, oh, oh for, they're, they're like, they're
1: co-developing a few other things. I see yeah, saying, yeah,
0: Crossfire X and Crossfire HD, yeah, okay. that, that first-person shooter. They have two projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, set in the control and Alan Wake universe. One is a AAA title, and another is a smaller project. My guess yeah. is. Aren't,
1: aren't, aren't we spec um, Yeah, isn't this speculation that we think it might be an Alan Wake sequel?
0: Yeah, but when they say there's a triple-A game and, and and one's a smaller project, my assumption is the triple-A game is probably Control 2 and the smaller project is Alan Wake. Sure. Unfortunately, Alan Wake...
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: Alan Wake, I loved it, but it was, it was more a cult favorite. Um, mm. And Control was much more of a widely uh, praised and, you know, got Game of the Year for a lot of places. It was my Game of the Year uh, the year before. Not last year, but the year before. So... Yeah, so you have those two, and then they're, do- they're doing a free to play co op game called Vanguard. And then now this newly other project, you know, which is interesting because, uh, you know, in the article it notes that Remedy was started in 1996. And since 99- 1996 to now, they've only released nine games total. So think about
1: that time yeah. span that's
0: 20 how many years Do they have
1: the manpower for this that's my question 25
0: like 25 years right they they say they've yeah. expanded to 281 employees and they plan on growing out more but think about that in 26 25 years they released nine games and now they currently have six in development so um i'm interested to see what this is because you know um if it's not a obviously the control and alan wake stuff is a separate thing i don't know if it's a new did they say it's a new ip or is it something it's well, a new it's, game well, that doesn't mean a new it's ip not gonna happen.
1: no it's not going to happen for a long time because i mean like they said there uh the quote here is we have we have now started to implement the next phase of our strategy and just because they're saying the next phase that leads me to believe that it's only going to happen i mean it's only going to happen after literally like probably um, whatever they're like this big A game that they're working on in mm-hmm. the other game. Those two games are going to come out before they even, I think, really get any... They're probably going to be in like pre-production for like early, early pre-production for this game for like a couple years, you know? Yeah, yeah. At least that, that's the only way I see them pulling it off.
0: Yeah, so... I mean,
1: I, to, it did expand to 281 employees though. They did expand. It's interesting because so, in this article,
0: yeah. it says that last year is the m- most profit they ever made. And they didn't even release a game last
1: year. Oh, that's that's crazy. Well, they they released the uh, the control. There was like an, a special edition of Control. Yes, but I mean they yeah. didn't
0: really. You know, it was like the special edition yeah. Control. They licensed it to. Um, wasn't it on I Game it Pass well, for a while? It
1: yeah it, it still is. I think it ju- yeah. I think it's getting removed or has just been removed possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So they, games are only on Game Pass for uh, a while. Some like a well, lot if of the games are not, first on game Pass Yeah, yeah. They if kind they're third-party games, not first-party yeah, games. Yeah, they're not pleasure. forever.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah. So you know, if they're making that much money mm. and they didn't even release a game, that's a pretty good sign. I mean, Remedy has actually always been one of my favorite developers. Um, Max Payne, I only played the first one. Uh, I didn't play. The, how many sequels did they have? Two or three? I can't remember. But anyways, yeah, they've they, they just been known for working on games for several, several years. I mean, not like to Rockstar's extent, where it's like eight years for a game.
1: I, I think the fact that they're planning on developing a game, an ongoing multiplayer co-op game, the the, the squad game Vanguard that they're working on. Free to play. Is, it's free to play. It's It's games as a service, right? Yeah. If you are going to be doing a game and it does popular, if this game does well, like really well. Let's face it, the bulk of their money is going to be coming from it because it's games as a service is, uh, if it, if the game does well, it's an incredibly pro- profitable um, way to 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 run games. You know whether people like it or not, it it works. You know, yeah. so it's one of those things where that would end up taking all their manpower. Like if they want to continue the hype train of that thing, like pulling out constant updates and stuff like that, that would require a lot of manpower. Having a games as a service thing, you know.
0: Yeah, but I mean, you, the other thing is you got to be successful. I mean, okay, mm. uh, let me ask you this question. So we, we all know Fortnite is the, the big dog. Apex Legends is mm. is pretty good. You you have Call of Duty Warzone, which it was already established IP. Who knows if Warzone, if it was not related to Call of Duty, how well it would have done. Um, mm. okay. Where, where does Valorant fall in the success line, right? Because you have stuff like, what was that game that one Ubisoft did? Like Hyperscape or whatever the hell that thing was yeah. called. Yeah. That well, just didn't do very it's well. Keep,
1: you got you to keep in mind, though, that Valorant is a different genre. Like It's not it, a it's not It a is.
0: Royale. It is. But what I'm talking about is like, I think a lot of people are... In terms uh, of free-to-play games, are you asking yes. like,
1: where it lies? On the, yeah. You have like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Overwatch. Fortnite, Apex... And then, like, because, like, Valorant, if you even look, if you look at Valorant in terms of popularity, like, actually, let me tell, I can, right now is perfect. What's the time in America? It's a Friday, right? On yeah, the Friday. West Coast. What's the time right now?
0: 2 p.m. About 2 p.m.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm going to go onto Twitch, and then I'm going to go, on, and I'm going to show you the actual comparison in terms of viewership, which I believe is what really shows popularity of a game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Is how many people are, how many people are watching a game? Uh, let's see. Browse. Like, I know it's not Battle Royale, I just kind of lump these games. Right now, there's 126,000 people watching Fortnite streams. Mm -hmm. There's 98,000 people watching Apex streams. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. There's 121,000 people watching Valorant streams.
0: Nice.
1: It could also just be the time of the day, but actually, that changes my mind. I guess Valorant's doing a lot better than... Look, I love Valorant, but I didn't know it was doing that well. It's Mm -hmm. doing really well actually wow uh, but listen they make their money dennis do you know how expensive the skins are in that game it is the most expensive sk- like because their only competitor is csgo and csgo skins are also expensive mm-hmm. you know there's like a whole gambling thing involved with csgo pretty much but it's like let's see how much like how much is like how much would you say is like 20 euros in dollars
0: probably th- 30 something
1: imagine paying that much for a weapon skin
0: yeah i'm not paying that
1: yeah no right <laughs> no <laughs> like i'll pay three dollars yeah for something cool you know yeah. five dollars maybe yeah. look like maybe a whole set for 10 bucks you know yeah like well i mean look on on even on Fortnite, like they're like they'll sit, give you a whole legendary set for 20 dollars. Mm-hmm. on valorant it's like look you'll get maybe one or two guys like you'll get a guy you got like that's a knife that's maybe like one knife you know that's crazy yeah. um but yeah so that's why they're profitable at least yeah so very tough but team, what i'm saying is
0: like it's hard to be profitable slash successful yeah in, in that free Cause, play
1: because yeah, to, to be fair valorant was successful as a free-to-play game because it wasn't a battle royale you know mm-hmm. it's only competition with CS:GO, mm-hmm. which is uh where the success lies you know um I, don't, like, I wonder, like, yeah, like, that would be like, if I was a game studio, I'd be thinking of the next games, as a, like, if I was going to do games as a service, I'd be looking at where are the gaps in the market for free to play games, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, because that was a, nobody saw that gap, the fact, because CSGO was free, and nobody ever, and there was literally no good competitor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, Dota, you got Dota and League, so there's no point in getting into MOBAs. I wonder what the next big thing is. I wonder if we'll see it like free-to-play changes. survival games, like Possibly. like Minecraft and stuff. Could be that could be the thing. Free-to-play survival yeah. games. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I mean, remember that the the video game kind of industry always goes in 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 kind of cycles of what's popular at a given point, and then that dies down, and then something else becomes popular, and 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 whatnot. So we'll see. All right, uh, next topic we got EA. They're teasing uh, Battlefield 6 uh, Mm -hmm. in June. I mean, they're not releasing in June, they're just going to do a reveal in June. Um, And then I think people are kind of speculating that this fall, maybe September, October, is when the game will come out. Um, I didn't play Battlefield 5, Uh, I quite enjoyed Battlefield 4. excuse me um battlefield four uh was it three or four i can't remember
1: four 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 was like very hyped people loved four five is the most recent one
0: yeah five wasn't as well received um yeah
1: people loved four but it's it's a different i owned it and i never got to play it but it was hype people people loved that game you know
0: but it's a different kind of experience than call of duty that's kind of what i liked about it call Duty is Mm. to me is like the michael bay and I say that in a good way, you know, where it's like over-the-top action and, you know, a lot of the stuff that happens is just ridiculous but fun. Um, and then Battlefield was a much more realistic type of thing, uh game where mm-hmm. it's like a little more strategy when you're playing, a little more, you know. Um, and I'm talking about much big, single, single player. Much so. bigger
1: maps and, bigger pe- and, like, bigger amounts of people, you know. It yeah. just felt more like war, you know? Well, actually, yeah. honestly, Medal Medal of Honor felt the most like war, but that series is... Who knows where that series is, you know? But uh, the Battlefield... I mean, Battlefield 4 was also cool because that was the first time they implemented map-changing events, you know, where, like, buildings would blow up and the map would change and stuff like that, you know? Which is really cool. Like, I just love... Like, dude, the Battlefield series. I'm hyped for, like... I'm always hyped for... Look, Battlefield, I don't care what they're doing with their new game. It's Battlefield. Hmm. Like, the... It doesn't matter what the story is i don't care what era they set it in i do not care what the things look like it's battle at the end of the day it's battlefield's battlefield there are certain points you have vehicles you can get into you know you it's it's still at the end of the day it's still the same base game you know what i mean same as call of duty like the things you're doing are the same mm-hmm. yeah you might get a couple different game modes but it's stable it works i'm always excited for a new battlefield game what i like is that they don't really do one i guess they try to do one every year but they don't always you know um I, I, I used I'm to play glad that they're not doing stuff every year. I, yeah, I, I, I played I Battlefield 1942 religiously. That was a great game. <coughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm dude, I'm excited. Other, like, than, well, sport, other know, than sports, other than sports games, I,
0: Other than sports games, I don't want games to come out every year. Oh. Yeah,
1: and no, I I agree I agree. I even I honestly I mean, look how much better like,
0: the Assassin's Creed games are now that they aren't every exactly. single year.
1: So. And this is a hot take, but I don't want a new sports game every year. I want a new sports game every console generation, which I'm aware <laughs> of, Like, and, and here's the thing, because they're like, oh, but it's not affordable. I'm like, no, if, to them it is affordable. They don't care about their freaking game sales. They care about their FIFA pack sales, <laughs> their microtransactions. Yeah. They make, they still make money off of like the FIFA from five years ago. I you wonder know, mean, at
0: what point <laughs> they will go free to play.
1: Like, cause uh, why not? Like you're making so much money from the microtransactions. If anything, it encourages it, like people to spend that money. I just, I just don't get it. Like I'm like, I understand people that love like mm-hmm. football. And if you're watching it and it gets updated, whether you're, whether you're into, you know, whether it's American football or British football or, or like the NBA or whatever it is, if you're like following the league and like, I get it. Cause then you do want to get it every year and you want it updated. But for someone like me, I truly do not feel a difference in these games every year. I feel a difference with generate like generational gaps, you know what I mean? Or like if they make progress, but there's always never like a freaking big difference between like sport games in terms of years. You know, you can tell the difference between 2 or 3 years, but every year the, the changes are so small. I hate that. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. yeah. Pet Peeve I, is never going to change anyways.
0: Yeah. We'll see. Well, I mean, back in the day with 2K Sports when they were competing against uh, Madden and they still had the NFL license, they lowered the price of the game, I think, to like 20 bucks or something a year. Because they're like, all right, well, uh, we know people don't like buying uh, new sports games every single year because it's, you know, the enhancements aren't that big. And so they had Mm -hmm. eventually just dropped to 20 bucks. And I think that's what scared Madden because after a year of that they were like, "Uh uh-oh, even though they aren't making any, you know, more money they're they're taking market share away and, and that's when they bought up that nfl exclusive license and essentially killed uh nfl 2k um yeah so
1: which makes sense yeah because now the only two i mean like like nba 2k is definitely better is the better in terms of mm-hmm. the nba ones but i i yeah i've never even tried nfl 2k but to well, go back they, from they the stopped to it the topic,
0: they, they they did one year of no license you know where it was like then, yeah. san francisco with no and no one bought it because everyone wants the license. I mean, that's how important licenses are to games, right? Um, if you don't have the license or IP, it's very hard to get people to buy into what what you're selling, you know?
1: Yeah, no, it makes sense. But uh, yeah, uh, I never actually got to play Battlefield 5, but I did play Battlefield 1. Loved it. Uh, oh, yeah, I played Battlefield 1 like, as well. Yeah, that, but Battlefield 1... Was the most non-Battlefield-like game out of out of all the games that I out of all the Battlefield games I played, but still kind of like Battlefield, you mm-hmm. know. Um, still had all the you still had your uh, your different vehicles that you could get into, it and it just worked a little differently. That's I sh- all. I, but should I liked it.
0: Re- I should revisit the campaign because I I only played multiplayer uh, on Battlefield One, so I should mm. revisit uh, playing. I
1: actually want to get back into Battlefield Six- Four now that you mentioned that. Mm. Like. I wonder if this how I wonder if the servers are populated still because I would love to get into that. Hmm. But it's always nice to hear a new Battlefield game. Like it, I, I hope it comes. I hope it does well because Battlefield tends to have a habit of releasing their games at the most unopportune times. You know, um, let me just say that. Well, not not all the time, but sometimes. Like Battlefield yeah. One dropped it at an awkward time as well. Yeah. It dropped it at the same time as Titanfall Two, which is why Titanfall Two wasn't able to do as well. And like it was, anyways. I'm looking forward to it. It's always good news.
0: Cool. Um, Here's an interesting piece of news, but we don't know exactly what it means. So, Gabe Newell, we all know, uh, Valve president, uh, is he's hinting. He was asked a question um, when he was uh, in New Zealand by a student. He was asked about. Steam porting games to consoles and he he said you'll have a better idea of that by the end of this year so what does that mean there's two possibilities it means that either he's talking about the Steam slash Valve created games right you're talking about Half-Life yeah. Alex, and some other stuff that 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 like being ported to console Portal,
1: games et cetera, yeah
0: or he's talking, which is a much bigger deal, is and and less likely is somehow getting Steam as a the the store slash service onto consoles. Now that's that's highly unlikely, just because you know unless they're gonna cut in um, profits to the console makers it just doesn't it just seems like they're just taking the place of of yeah like an xbox store or a playstation was, was store that or whatever exact quote by
1: the way because if that was the exact quote then that quote being as vague as is i feel like it might not even it might actually have nothing to do with him and he might just know something else because because when when just regarding this issue the first thing i think of is sony and epic is gonna is teaming up we we like even though it's not confirmed they're pretty much going to team up Sony games will be probably exclusively on the Epic's launcher, most likely. Um, and then, well, the two are gonna. I feel like the two are they're gonna be working together in the future. They need. They realize now that they've had to team up. So the fact that they're teaming up with Epic allows me to believe that Steam's not going to be on the PlayStation. Xbox doesn't want Steam on the PlayStation because it's Microsoft. It has. It can probably do it through its own proxy. They've got xCloud Cloud streaming. They can yeah. work out a way to get it to work. Uh, here's the thing, though, because maybe he has something planned and he just doesn't know that you know it's unlikely maybe he doesn't realize that microsoft is making their own moves and playstation is making their own moves because to be honest as much as i love gabe newell he probably lives in a valve bubble Mm -hmm. (laughs) a little bubble of valve you know um it just seems unlikely here's the thing though a couple weeks ago we broke we did cover a a topic where someone was able to play steam games on their xbox sorry on their xbox through the edge explorer Mm -hmm. because They were able to stream their pc games through the edge explorer through steam steam link i think i think it was steam link they figured it out Mm -hmm. obviously like microsoft's not going to have that i don't know if they've patched it yet because it was one of those like things like it was like a fan Mm -hmm. or like just a person discovered it so the thing is it's possible because somebody did in fact do it they were playing their steam games on an xbox Mm -hmm. so it's definitely possible whether they're going to legally be able to do it I don't think so you know what i mean like in terms of licensing rights and all that i think that they may have just missed the deals mm-hmm. they may have just missed the opportunity to make a deal you know yeah. what i mean yeah we'll see we'll see they how they that... make a deal with xbox i don't see them making a deal with playstation though yeah i mean just it's... Because it... yeah just because of the whole not for the thing. store
0: not for the store
1: because yeah they're yeah. very uh
0: now i have two questions for you one well two comments One is this could be a very little small thing, and maybe it just means that they are porting. It could just
1: be the orange box, which is like three games. Yeah, or they're porting (laughs) Half
0: Life Alex to the PSVR 2, you know, which we'll talk about in a little bit. The PSVR
1: 2 does look fairly impressive, you know? It's still not the quest, but it's better than the, the original from what we've seen.
0: Now, on a bigger kind of scale topic, how much do you think, maybe not right now because Steam is so big, but in the future. Doesn't Game Pass, in essence, threaten Steam? You know, because obviously... I'd say
1: financially, yes. But at the same time, it'll never... Comp- it, it'll never... It'll never dis- have like, all the games Steam. that, that, that Steam has. It'll never destroy has. Steam, because here's the thing that Steam has that nobody else has which is like an infinite amount of indie games and and new games like steam it is still to this day even though the deal is bad it is a lot easier to get your game on steam yeah. than anywhere else yeah like, i know i know cuz yeah. that's how we like, got be, our like, VR I game can, on there i can literally cuz they have there. yes the steam green light um thing it's it's fairly easy to get on which is also oh, yeah. like and it's it's not monitored which is dangerous which is how like sometimes they just monitor sex games get they yeah through, you know?
0: they they if there's reports of X, Y, and Z, then they'll they'll look into it. But yeah, yeah for the most part, as long as so it doesn't have to, like,
1: a main store, they're actually more weird.
0: concerned about viruses than they are sex and violence.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's it's. I think mean, to be fair, they had prob I think they have six games on Steam now. Like they were for a long time fighting it, and they're like, ah, that's too many. Just yeah, <laughs> they, they, they have l- money, they have warnings we, we and whatnot. Tent, so let's go. <laughs> they have know? warnings,
0: and they're not super popular anyway. So it's it's. Mm. it's but fine. yeah,
1: Steam does have just. That's the thing. I, I, I will always stand by the Xbox game pass just because I use it every day. I've never ever regretted my membership mm-hmm. to this point to this day. It's sad to see some games go come and go, mm-hmm. especially if you like really get into them, you know, but it's uh, it is what it is. But with Steam, I can't tell you how many amazing hidden gems I found mm-hmm. on Steam that games that I would never have ever played before just because I one day it got recommended to me on Steam. like the original risk of rain. Which is like a cult classic, and everyone knows Risk of Rain too. Not a lot of people know the original Risk of Rain. I found that game on a whim, like the day it was released, just because it was like, hey, newly released game, and it was like $10. I was like, yeah, I'll try it out, you know? And it was, and it that game like semi changed my life that summer of my college career, of like my co- college education. That was. So I do like Steam for that. That's one of those things where it's also like I think Steam will be held dear, dear in people's hearts. Yeah. Even though people, even though people shit on Steam all the time, a lot of people have good memories tied to it. I suppose. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do, I do see Steam taking in the future. I, or even right now, you know, I see Steam taking a huge financial hit, but at the same time, I don't think they're gonna feel that financial hit because of the progress they're making with the Valve Index and like with, by the looks of the things with their next headset. They they're, they, might get to a point where they're going to not really give a shit about games anymore. You know what I mean? I mean, they they, as, they make so, as so as much money. The if
0: they make so much money right now, I don't think they're that concerned. I'm just talking about way in the future yeah. or whatever. Once, once yeah. I believe games are going to become more like Netflix where it's like streaming services. I think, I
1: think way in the future, Steam is going to survive by being the go-to VR platform. Hmm. That's what I think. Like, at least in terms of, uh, I th- I feel I that mean, right. Right, like now, o- right now, the if the, que- o- if the Oasis ever happens, I think it's going to be Valve. I think right. Valve's going to make the Oasis. Well, I don't
0: know? know. I mean, right now, ArcLis is making big... Well, I mean, leaks. they're making
1: the hardware, but I feel like the people who will make, like, the world itself will probably be Valve, you know?
0: Well, Facebook is trying to turn it into the Quest, because right now, the Quest 2 is the most mainstream VR headset ever. Yeah. And it's, it's... It's the
1: most accessible, for sure. people are buying it it's hilarious i would if you gave me the option by the way sorry to interrupt between the right now between the valve index and the quest 2 i would go for the quest 2 purely for that that feeling of like yes there are times where i want to experience a high-end vr game and i'll plug myself in Mm. but dude that freedom of having no cables is i can't compare it to anything else yeah, it's like but every every VR headset I've ever tried with a cable, it's just it's not worth it anymore. You can't go back. Once also, also
0: back. with Air Link now you could and you if you have a good enough PC, which you do, because uh, you have the same mm-hmm. graphics card as me, with Airlink you can play those those games on your Quest too, as long as you have the PC within range. So and you have a, sure, a yeah. fast enough router. So the only thing that you can't do is you can't take your headset, let's say, to a friend's house or whatever to show people. Yeah. Whatever, but it, within the confines of your home and you have a PC a ready uh, rig, and you have a Quest Two, you can play it wirelessly. You can play Half Life Alex wirelessly right now. I mean, you could do that with Virtual oh, Desktop, yeah. but Virtual Desktop was something you had to buy, and then, and then.
1: Um, and you said it was a little clunky as well, didn't you?
0: Well, it's you know it's not consistent. Across it was games. better at
1: the. It was better at, than the TP. Sorry, it's better than the the the. The other form at the time, yeah. you just said oh. the word and I forgot it, but yeah. yeah.
0: So, um, anyways, well, speaking of VR, that good leads us into the next thing. So, one of the big players in the VR space that kind of they kind of got their thunder stolen by Oculus and Quest. At the time, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. HTC uh, Vive was kind of the go-to VR headset. Uh, they had built that in conjunction with Valve and Steam. Um, now, you know, Valve went and did the Valve Index, and Oculus has become a much bigger player now, especially with the standalone. They released uh, were well not released. They, they revealed details of their next two VR headsets, and it's very interesting. So they announced the Vive Pro 2, which is an upgraded version of the Vive Pro. It's got some great specs. Inter- it's still a tethered experience. Um, the resolution is, you know, very high. Um Without the base stations, it's seven hundred fifty. Well, if you pre-order, seven hundred fifty dollars, but it's actually eight hundred dollars. But if you need to buy, um, the the actual, uh, controllers plus the the base stations, then it's one thousand four hundred, um, which is pretty expensive. You know, There's, we're talking about a top of the line experience here. You're talking about uh, two thousand four hundred forty eight by two thousand four hundred. uh, 48 uh, per eye resolution 120 refresh hertz like it's you know this is a high-end thing this is to to you know uh when you're talking about uh stuff like the valve index or whatever now yeah you know who knows if they can compete with the valve index we'll 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 see i i don't like that they they kept the same controller um those are kind of outdated those those vibe controllers if you ever seen them they're kind of like wands they've got a little thumb pad what's weird is then they announced this HTC Vive Focus 3 which is standalone unit and it looks really cool um it's a standalone thing it looks very high-end looks uh very comfortable the only problem with it. And, oh, and it comes with new. Well, which
1: one is it? Is this the Vive the Vive Focus Three or is yes, it the, Vive Focus the Three? Vive Pro 2? No, no, I'm talking about the Vive the Focus, Focus Three. So that's the standalone, okay? That's
0: the standalone, and it has new controllers that look more like what the Oculus controllers are, which are the kind of the standard look now. Like even the PSVR ones yeah. are kind of like that as well. Uh, the Valve Index ones are more high end. The knuckles. Um, But they all kind of have that same shape or whatever. And and that's why I'm saying that the outdated ones that they have for the Vive Pro, just I don't think they cut it anymore. And I don't know why they kept it. They should have upgraded. But they do have these Oculus-like controllers for the Focus 3. The problem with the Focus 3 is that it's for corporate. It's a commercial headset. It is not for... You can you can get it and you can play games on it or whatever, um, but the problem being is that it's for corporate. You know, it's it's uh, thirteen hundred dollars. It's it's for businesses to use. You know, whether internally or for like let like, displays for commercial or marketing purposes. But if you look at it, the Focus Three, it basically looks like a high end Oculus Quest. You know.
1: Yeah, resolute... it does. That's actually a good way of putting it. It looks like a really just, it's a much more, it just looks like a much more expensive Quest.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why they don't create a high end standalone uh, for consumers. I don't know why they don't do that. I mean, I, okay, I kind, I'm kind. i asking that question, but I kind of know the, the, the reason is because of the software issue in terms of. All the games on the Quest—they are built for the Quest, you know—they all on on the Quest Store, or the App Lab, and Vive doesn't have that. They don't have
1: their own
0: app ecosystem, right?
1: So either they're going to—is is my mic—is my mic freaking out right now? Uh,
0: yeah, it's a little scratchy or whatever. I can still hear you though. I don't. Know. It was just a little scratchy for there for a second. Um. But anyways, the reason why they don't do that is so they can't because they can't uh, build like a software games ecosystem that's big enough to get people to buy the hardware because it's always the software that sells the hardware, not the other way around. You can buy you can have better hardware. It doesn't matter. I mean, we've learned this time and time again uh, through technology. When you talk about VHS versus Betamax, Betamax was a better, superior quality, but it was more expensive and less um, accessible to the mainstream in VHS-1. Uh, If you look at even back in the day for video gaming, the Sega Master System was actually a more powerful system than the Nintendo, the original NES. But it didn't have the, the games that people wanted to play, So the NES became a huge monster. The Sega Master System was a very low percentage market share. You know what I mean? Every generation of video games, you'll see the consoles like. I mean, I believe. Look, we don't know who the winner of this current this new generation is going to be, right? Uh, Between PS Five and Xbox Series X, but I mean, on paper, it looks like Xbox Series X is this do the superior in in future
1: yeah it's a superior like console in terms of specs yes yes but we
0: don't know if they're gonna win or not you know because right now playstation has more of the exclusive games so
1: here's here's the thing here's the funny thing dennis even if the xbox console itself doesn't beat the ps5 console xbox still wins you know what i mean because <laughs> they've got those they've got those monthly subscribers like crazy you know yeah. what i mean like they're making the the amount of money they're making monthly compared to sony is it's 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 got to be different I, those are the numbers i want to see i want to see uh, like sony's monthly uh numbers compared to xbox's monthly numbers mm-hmm. you know excluding game sales
0: yeah um so uh the next piece of news which is related to all of this too is uh the next generation playstation vr which everyone is just saying psvr2 but we don't have a real name for it yet um uh, oh hold on before we move on to this
1: real quick i just have a little bit of information on this that is rather interesting which i think because (laughs) at the end of the day you and i would we would agree that even though well i think we can both agree that the 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 knuckles are better controllers than these ones right yeah
0: 100 percent. that's
1: so here's the thing. Not even debatable. That. If you're going to buy, if you buy the, the headset on its own with the pre order special, you can actually buy the two, base, uh, the two base cameras that you need, the new ones, the 2.0 ones. You can buy those and then still go buy the, the index, the knuckles yeah. separately, and it'll actually work out about $25 cheaper than the full set. Yeah. Which yeah. is crazy. So or... here, here's another fun fact. If you decide to get the 1.0 cameras instead, you save $100. And you'd, that's literally the best of both worlds. You're getting the, you're getting the Vive Pro 2, mm-hmm. you've got the Knuckles, and then, well, I guess it depends how important the newer cameras are to the old cameras. But it's crazy to me that you can actually get, instead of getting the Wands, you can literally go and get the Knuckles instead, and you'd be saving money. And they're just hands down better, you yeah, know? yeah,
0: Yeah, I mean, or if you currently own a Valve Index and you're a, a VR uh, fanatic, and you also want to get the Vive Pro 2, you can just buy the headset and you can use the base stations and the knuckles that you already own, you know? so Exactly,
1: yeah. So there you go. And yeah, the pre-orders uh, deal, uh, sorry, the pre- there's a pre-order sale, so on a yeah. discount, so that's good.
0: You know, I mean, these are high-end, you know, performance. This is for you are a diehard hardcore VR fan because... The mainstream aunties doesn't want base stations. They don't want a tethered system, right? They don't want to set up these these things. Is it a superior experience? Yes, because compared to the 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 tracking, uh headset tracking, um you can get m- more full range of motion with, with base stations because they can get yeah when you go behind and, and, and whatnot versus the cameras that you just have in, in front, which they do a pretty awesome job at, don't get me wrong, but yeah. it's still not kind of comparison. But like I said, mainstream audience doesn't want to do that. They, they don't want the PC. They don't want the base stations. They want something that is standalone. I mean, this is, this is anecdotal, but the reason I can tell the Quest 2 is killing it is when I bought the Quest 1 early last year, um, other than for work, There was nobody that I knew (laughs) that had a quest one, you know? Like there was no one and like my friend you know, your friends list or whatever. There's just no one on there. And when the quest two came out, I started to get a few, you know, uh people adding me. Some people I didn't friend requests and stuff. Some people I knew, some people I didn't know. And even at that time, that was back in October when it was released. It was like not that many, it was a few. I just took a look at my friends list now of requests and I was like, I saw this big list and I'm like, where, where did these people come from? You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. within one year, my, my friends list on uh, on the quest has jumped from like this small, tiny group of people. And now it's like, not like it's huge, but what I'm saying is it's it's more than... Quadruple more than you
1: ever had on the Quest, you know. Yeah,
0: it, 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 so I can tell, like people are buying the Quest two, and it, it's not the Quest one. People are buying the Quest two. It's three hundred
1: bucks. It's it had know, good marketing. It's good price. You know what I mean? It's the perfect like, price for that thing. There hasn't been a single negative review. <laughs> like I don't think I've heard, I've never heard anybody say a single bad thing. How can no, you, except for complaining about the strap? But it's like just pay the extra money to get the pro which, strap, which I know? did. I paid fifty. 50- well, I paid more it's than so fifty. It, yeah. it, uh, it's fifty bucks for the strap,
0: but I bu- I paid a hundred. But that that came with the battery plus the case, which so. is a
1: good counterweight. You said, yes, it is. Yeah. It
0: is. I I'm glad I got it. Uh, but you could just buy the strap without the battery if you want to for fifty bucks. But
1: well, um, let's go back for a second because this yeah. is quite impressive. That the fact that um the next yeah the PSVR two the fact that they're planning for it to be 4K. Yeah. Well, then again, I suppose they do have the power with the PS5 to be able to yeah. pull that off. Yeah. So makes sense
0: yeah they're looking at 2000 by 2040 per eye which is you know per in, eye, on, wow, yeah okay. per, you know kind of what we just mentioned with the vive pro 2 kind of on the, on the same lines as that but you know that's that's great um
1: mm.
0: you know uh, i think
1: i mean it, it'll most likely have a, a bigger field of view because uh i could be wrong now because i don't know all the vr consoles uh, sorry all the vr systems out there but as of the the before the quest 2 came out i know for a fact that the psvr even though it wasn't the best system it had the best field of view or mm-hmm. the biggest field of view mm-hmm. like it would kind of like wrap around your eyes a little bit you know yeah so but yeah have evident it doesn't seem like they've spoken about the field of view at least i don't see any news about no news i don't on see
0: it, it. it either but it's you know it's very it's very important to have High resolution, especially frame rate, high frame rate in VR. Mm. So that the higher the frame rate, the less sick that you will get from it. And also the immersion uh, when you are playing games or whatnot. It, it, it's just much higher when you have it.
1: Oh, wait. Have we spoken about the controllers before?
0: Yeah, we did. We talked about I think them.
1: We, oh, yeah. I remember them. Yeah. They do. Yeah. They, they do are very look, Oculus Quest-like. Like yeah. Very Quest-ish. Yeah. I feel like they. That's I feel like the they Added the circle around your arm just to be able to like not get sued. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah,
0: yeah. So, anyways, that was a huge thing that they needed because let's be honest, that the PSVR controllers, the the move controllers they, were terrible. Yeah, they, for, they were for old, VR.
1: man. They came out two thousand six, two thousand seven. They weren't. Old they stuff. weren't
0: made for VR. They just kind of mm. forced them to be. You know um i, just, I mean I, look
1: it was a good it was a good way to like i'd say not save money but like make use of old stuff like yeah. i know a lot of people that got the psvr without the controllers because they happen to have some old ones lying at home yeah like there was that benefit but in the long run not worth it you know yeah. then again a lot of psvr games don't even use the move controllers i suppose probably for that reason because they're not good they just yeah. use like the ps4 controller tracks better than the freaking move controllers you know yeah
0: so all right uh anyways uh, let's go on to the next topic Google insists. Oh, yeah, this is fu- this is funny. <laughs> Google insists, Stadia rema- remains live and alive and well despite studio closure and departures. We've been talking about this for a while every week. There's something new. We we kind of mock them. I'm, I'm sure, and we weren't the only ones about how they added a search engine or search yeah. bar on, <laughs> on their game. Like, okay, great, the search engine king, just added a search bar on their surface. Anyways, you know, you had. Uh, you know the head of product John Justice leaving you had uh, State of Games lead Jade Raymond leaving this internal studio shut down which I think is a big mistake um, because like I said the only way you're getting people to play or use your system nowadays is is exclusive games one, you know hardware software it's it's all about the games Um, if you don't have exclusive games people really don't have a reason like once Right now, Stadia's thing is, okay, it's cloud gaming, right? And one, it's not fully worked out yet. But let's say hypothetically it does get worked out. That's its current advantage over something like Game Pass. But the problem is Microsoft is working on xCloud right now. So Mm -hmm. pretty soon you're going to get a subscription, all-you-can-eat buffet of games and also be able to play it without a system, you know? Yeah. So at that point then what what is the advantage that Google will have?
1: Uh, they have z- I mean right, even and right no, now, no exclusive games. Advantage. Let's say game
0: yeah. let's say Microsoft decides or finishes, you know, their X Cloud and it becomes this cloud gaming service that you don't need a console for. Then they have Game Pass, which you're paying you know, if you're playing Ultimates 1499, what was it, nine ninety nine for a regular? Uh, game yeah, Pass, let's nine, say nine ninety yeah. nine a month, fifteen all you, bucks for yeah, Pro. All you can you know uh, play games. Then you're having day one exclusives. And what if they make all? Let's say they decide to make all the Bethesda games exclusive to their platform. Then you're talking about exclusively playing Halo, Gears of War, uh, uh, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Doom, and many more. Castle Wolfenstein, like and they're only playable on Game Pass, and you get to play them as much, all of them for only $9.99 a month, and you can play them without a console. Like, I, I just don't see where Google Stadia is going to compete at that point.
1: Here's the thing, Dennis. Here's why Google Stadia is dying as we speak. They said they're gonna add 100 games to Google Stadia in 2021, which is the year that we are currently in. We are halfway through this year pretty much nobody's talking about it not a single do you, person do you know
0: anyone it. that actually uses it because i not don't a single person i don't, I don't know a single freaking i don't either. know a person that uses it
1: and like it's happening i mean i'm I, i'm assuming that they're adding games as we speak but it's like it's one of those things where like it could be amazing but who, who cares like people have stopped caring they, they missed the train they had a bad launch. They missed the train. Here's the thing. By the time they work out their bugs, xCloud's going to be up their ass. Yeah. And then they're going to have to compete. And the only possible way, like you said earlier, the only possible way they could get, maybe get ahead or compete is if they pull out some exclusives, like some serious exclusives out of their ass. Or if they team up with Amazon, like, which is never going to happen. No. Google and Amazon team up. Yeah. No. no we're more likely to see freaking sony and xbox team up you know what i mean um yeah but yeah it's just speaking speaking of i don't don't see them i don't see them surviving i feel like this is just pr where someone's like no you know like that whole house is on fire it's the meme and everyone's like we're fine everything's fine you know and the house is on fire i feel like it's that meme you know
0: um speaking of uh amazon with their luna which i I don't think it's out of beta yet still in beta the reason i'm not as down on that is they are trying out a subscription-like service where it's all you can play obviously it's not fully developed but it looks like that's what they want to do because they had like if i remember correctly they had ubisoft's like library or at least part of their library part of their subscription service within their cloud gaming so you have that part of it and if google can do the same then okay then we we can we can say you know whatever but if you just purely want someone to buy a game digitally and play it cloud wise without a console which by the way you still have to buy the the, their their proprietary controller for yeah i mean the barrier of entry is still not low it's not low enough and not it's still inconvenient enough like I said, once you buy the console, like whenever I buy a console, I just put it away and that's it. I don't think about it anymore, right? Um, so other than that initial cost, right, which is, you know, it is high, $500, right? $400, $500. i am not saying there isn't a benefit to to Google Stadia. But what I'm saying is they're just not giving you enough of an incentive to go that route. because and they're say, not
1: doing it quick enough, unfortunately, you know? Like... I get that there are, I get that it's going to be difficult to create the technology and make it work properly. I get that it's not a quick process, but they shouldn't have announced it when they announced it or they shouldn't have launched it when they launched it. You know what I mean? Like I think that's, it's the the bad PR that they have to dig their way out of to be successful mm-hmm. as well is a, is a very difficult thing to do, you know?
0: Yeah. So anyways, yeah. we keep, yeah. We keep harping on
1: the, it. That's why I said, even if they fix the problems, I feel like it's, not going to do well. You know?
0: No, you need exclusive games, exclusive games. Why, why do you think PS4 won the last generation of console gaming? Uh, they had mm. exclusive games. And why do, why do you think Microsoft bought Bethesda? There's, only, there, there's two things they could do. They could either internally develop exclusive games that were AAA titles that people wanted to play, or they buy a huge studio that already had exclusive AAA games that they could fold into their library. And that's the yeah. whether that's the route they chose. I mean, they do have their "quote unquote" quadruple A, you know, studio that's working on that perfect dark um, re, well reboot sequel. I don't know exactly what it is, but anyways, but that's only I wonder one if game.
1: Anybody's going to snag? I wonder if anybody's going to snag the rights to square Enix at least for subscription based services cuz i know look there's a lot of final fantasy games on game pass but they're also like coming and going a lot yeah like, they just you know added I mean? one recently was it 7 which yeah, one did they it, just add on uh they also on game just pass recently took one off i think it was i think i know not, they just added 10 which i just i downloaded cuz it's my favorite one um i, I played it 100 times and i'll play it 100 times more uh so they just added 10 and 10 102 uh, but at the same time, they also just took off 9. Mm-hmm. Like like the day before they mm-hmm. added 10, they took off 9. So I know that they don't have exclusive rights to it. Of course. So I'm, I'm wondering. If, well, Square Enix has always preferred Sony, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. Always have preferred. Yeah. So so maybe they'll make a deal with Sony in the future. Who knows? I'm, I'm not too if, sure. If I Sony, don't know what the hell Sony's if, doing, if, man. If Sony was smart,
0: they would buy out Square Enix right now. Yeah
1: because they're both Japanese companies as well it would make I feel like the acquisition would be fairly easy, you know?
0: Yeah, um
1: uh, but anyway, but I mean, yeah. Square Square Enix is huge as well. You got to keep in mind that those dude they that MMO money, that MMO money is real. You know what I mean? Like you look at like that World of Warcraft money, that Final Fantasy 14 mm-hmm. money, that's real, man. Those monthly subscriptions and they're not cheap, man. Like I I think my I think what is it like it's still like like look at like paying ten dollars every month for game pass is worth it but playing ten dollars every month for one game <laughs> you know what i mean mm. like that's so yeah they're they're raking in that money so that's another unfortunate thing like they're they are a top dog for that, just for their monthly uh pull-in you know yeah
0: so anyways yeah we not too high in stadia amazon luna a wait and see but right now you know and Sony, like I said, they're, they're doing that PS Plus thing with the video thing, but I'm not sure that that's not really going to no change one's gonna anything. Care. No one's going to uh, care about right that. Right now, either. the thing that's saving Sony is their exclusive titles, which are great ones like God of War and Uncharted, mm-hmm. Last of Us, uh, Ghost of Shima. They just added another exclusive title that, that people will buy, like a PS5 just for that game, you know those type of. Yeah. That's the type of games you, you know, need, sorry. right? All right, yeah. Uh, Dude, all the right. Sega news is exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about this. I'm someone who's a Sega fanboy from back in the day uh, on Sega I'm Genes- just a crazy taxi Genesis, Genesis, hardcore and Dream- crazy taxi fan. Yeah, Dreamcast. So, anyways, I also have a take on this. So, um, in a results, a financial results presentation, Sega revealed that they are considering reboots of Crazy Taxi. Jet Set Radio and other Dormant IPs And they're also beginning to work on a super Game now I am very excited About this because I love Crazy Taxi You know there's other games that they Own still that are that haven't been You know uh, worked on for a while Mm -hmm. Like Panzer Dragoon and Knights Um, You know obviously we have still have Sonic And Persona and Yakuza Anyways but My take is this I, I love this but you know what it's perfect for? And it doesn't even benefit me. This is perfect for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. Think about it. Oh, Playing yeah. Crazy Taxi or Jet Set Radio oh. on a Nintendo Switch. It's it's the perfect match for for that type of games. No,
1: that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, no. It would work well as well. It's not a very resource-heavy game. Huh. Uh, I mean, I have a different take, which is that okay. as much as I would like, uh, I would love... Um, a crazy taxi remaster, but what I really want, and I don't think anybody, I don't think a single person is going to agree with me, but I want a new crazy taxi from the ground up with new, new driving mechanics. As much as I love the old clunky driving mechanics, and that's what makes it fun is how clunky, like, you know what I mean? That's what made, like, I dude, I cannot tell you how much money I spent playing that game in arcade. And then, the, and then I ended up owning it on, on PlayStation as well. Mm-hmm. It's dude, I, I just love that game, but I would love, I would, I would want both. I would want a remaster, like a retexture just like a an upscaled version of the game but i would also love like from the ground up like just a brand new crazy taxi game with like more intense like uh driving mechanics mm-hmm. like if they had to hire some of the people from needs for speed to do the new crazy taxi i'd crazy taxi i would love it mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh but once again i don't think anybody's going to agree with me on that <laughs> you know yeah we'll see but yeah but i yeah. i am excited re- about a re- this a remaster would be perfect for the switch
0: yeah. Um and I, I, you know Knights 2 would be great on the Switch. And I don't even own a Switch. I'm just saying it's it's just the perfect those games are perfect for that type of platform, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, mobile, look, let, so crazy game.
1: crazy taxi stands out the most, which is why people are speculating it. But out of the other like there's a, a lot of dormant IPs, what are the other ones that you think that they might consider? I think House of the Dead is definitely one because mm-hmm. I know House of, the, House of the Dead did have a console uh release on the ps3 house of dead so. in
0: vr would be awesome that's that's yeah that's where, that's where it needs to go Ooh. yeah
1: that needs to happen man yeah house house of yeah dude house of the vr that needs to happen even if it's like a remake of the old one uh streets of rage didn't they didn't they, they had a actually they had four release...
0: they had four yeah yeah uh, like they had, yeah, four like, or five they had or one recent
1: virtua fighter that's an old ip i don't see them doing that because it's too much competition you know, with like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and Tekken, and so I don't see them doing. Well, that, the, also you know? the
0: the three D uh, versus versus one. You know, right now Mortal Kombat's big and, and Street Fighter's still big, mm. but the whole three D fighter thing kind of you know it was big with Tekken and um, Dead or Alive and, and Virtual Fighter back in the day, but those yeah. kind of have not really survived. Um, people are true, more, true, more true. into the the two D fighters still. Um, I mean, even Street Fighter added their 3D component to it, and people weren't that, you know, sold
1: on it. They didn't have... Well, because a lot of their combos wouldn't work. Because yeah. most of those combos are very, like, 2D... Have 2D aspects to them, you know? Like, literally the spinning kick that you do. Like, yeah. if someone just sidesteps it, but it's, it's so easy to avoid. But I can see that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It takes, like, that competitive
0: aspect out of it. So I don't see that. We're,
1: definitely, it, it works for Tekken, though, because Tekken... Half the moves in Tekken involve you having to sidestep and having to like use the three D aspect of moving and grappling at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I too, mean, like, Virtual Fighter was a Virtual Fighter Two is
0: yeah. like one of my favorite fighting games because it was very, very balanced. And you know, uh, I I played Drunken Master and he was awesome. Oh um,
1: yeah, dude. Yes, yeah, I mean, he was just the he was the go to character when I was a kid just because I was like, haha, he's drunk, yeah. you know, and he's doing the little yeah, yeah. well, he's doing the drunken fist style and he's yeah. just uh, so good.
0: But anyways, yeah, there's plenty of IPs that they can re What do you repurpose. think is going to be their
1: super game? Like that's what I want to know cuz they I don't know. they want to, they have a 5-year plan to release what they call a super game and what also look. Okay, yeah, 5 years is a good amount of time to develop a game, but like I know games that have been developed over 5 years and they're not even considered super games. They're just games, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. What kind of super game are they planning? I, <laughs> what do hope, they know that we don't? <laughs> I,
0: I hope it's some sort of AAA title that's 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 a new IP that gets people, you know, talking about Sega again. Because, um, you know, Sega was huge back in the day with the Genesis and even... Oh, it's going to be Cuts an FPS title? No, no, I don't know what it is.
1: I, well, I mean, just... here look at, here, looking at like their, their system that they set up, the challenge toward creating large-scale global ti- mm-hmm. uh, titles... Uh, is developing a new FPS title at a European studio okay. utilization of IP assets create a- aimed sci-fi shooter. for three to five years from now look so it's gonna do- it looks like it is gonna be an FPS game okay if
0: they do it I yeah. want it I yeah. hope that it has a it's very story-based.
1: ambitious multiplayer sci-fi shooter yeah I hope um, it has a
0: single player campaign to it I hope, I hope I hope
1: it doesn't come out at a point in time where people are sick and tired of sci-fi shooters, because we have a lot of sci-fi we shooters do. at the moment, you know what I mean? Look, may- maybe by 20, because what, they want to release it in 2026, mm-hmm. maybe by then we have the craving for it again, or there's a lack of it in five years. But currently there's too many, in my opinion, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean... What was it altered beast uh, golden axe those are two but i mean remember those oh, are like dude, side golden scrolls. X. hell yeah so you know we'll see we'll see i'm, I'm excited by this but i'm a yeah. little not not hesitant not even skeptical just i just want to be cautiously optimistic because remember you got to put in the time and effort in the you can't just have the ip right I, the ip is one yeah. part of the solution right i mean and the second is delivering on what that actual ip is
1: so. It seems like they're going to try to go for games as a service, because I think, I think um, they know that that might be the only way that they can survive, especially after having shut down all their arcades, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like, they took a big financial hit during, like, the pandemic, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people did, but they really, like, the fact that they had to close down physical locations as well was pretty bad, you know? Yeah. Which is uh, one of the last, like, profitable things they had, if you think about it, was their arcades.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, that's all I have on my list. What do you got going on?
1: I, I got a bunch of small stuff and one news that's like big but not worth talking about, which is, this is this I think you'll find funny because this is Resident Evil related and I like this, mm. which is everyone, now that the game is out, everyone has a new obsession. It's no longer Lady Dimitescu. Uh, I stumbled that, but anyways, it's now this character and I actually like him too. He's called, uh, he's called the Duke and he's just this really, really fat merchant. That's all he is. he's just a really, really fat merchant, and like he doesn't do anything <laughs> he's just people just like him, you know i don't i don't I, I like i i i I can kind of get the appeal. there's something about him that's just like it's he's like funny to look at, you know mm-hmm. um, I've seen a couple of clips of him, and it's a, it's like i suppose as well it's kind of like oh thank God I can buy stuff now, you know, ammo or whatever I need. It's like a saving grace as well, but yeah, people are loving the Duke man. They're loving him. He's got this giant gut that just hangs over him, and like apparently, like you can throw pipe bombs at him, and all he just goes, is like oh, like he like barely reacts to you throwing a pipe bomb at him. He doesn't get angry or anything, cause mm-hmm. he just likes money. I don't think he's a good guy or a, like who, who who knows. Like I haven't played the full game, so I don't know if he's a vampire too or if he's part of that. Like I think part of that association. All I know is is that he just likes money. You know, he doesn't care who you are. If you got coin to spend, he'll help you out. Mm. But yeah, people are people are liking the Duke. That was um, that kind of like I don't know. It just happened this week where people like people were kind of appreciating the Duke. Uh, this we already spoke about. Uh, D- uh, Discord says it's uh, evolving beyond gaming, but still excited to, that they're working with PlayStation. I think mm-hmm. this is because a while ago we covered that Discord wants to be more involved in social spaces not specifically social media Mm -hmm. but they want to be creating social spaces which makes sense because a discord server is pretty much a social space but i think they're going to be working more on servers and more on making like making like creating new features like just to make it like more of a social space than it already is and it's a pretty good digital social social space as is in my opinion i'm curious to see what changes they're going to make it's most most likely going to be ui changes and things like that um Yeah, like they say here 78% of active users use discord for non-gaming activities which is crazy so like that's almost yeah 78% of their users are just there for like fan based things you know let me like anime groups manga groups comic groups you know what i mean like so it makes sense so they're going to be focusing more on that but they are excited to be working with playstation Mm. um yeah there's a couple other news related to it but it's more industry related and less video game related um I I need to make sure I'm reading this correctly. So anyways, there's a new studio, a new RPG studio um, coming out called Lightforge Games. And it's basically being created by anyone. I want to to make sure I get these names right. Let's just, it's coming from Blizzard. Blizzard, it's either, I could be reading this article wrong. It's either Blizzard and Epic Veterans or it's just Blizzard Veterans and they're calling the veterans Epic. I'm not too sure. Um, Oh, it it is, yeah. Former Blizzard and Epic Engineer... um, Matt Shembari is joining the collective with a new en- uh, endeavor, Lightforge Games. So it's coming from what seems like a lot of uh, a lot of people are fans from these people from Blizzard and Epic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see what they're going to do in the future. Not much news so far. Uh, we just know it's an RPG studio, so they'll be working on RPGs, which makes sense because it's Blizzard. You know what I mean? Um, I wonder if, if because the other guy's coming from Epic, maybe we're going to get a FPS RPG game or something. Um, but yeah, they they mainly just have news about like having to relocate and all that stuff and things that don't matter, like money, all these, the rest of this article doesn't matter to video games, but I'm excited to see what they do in the future. So we have a new RPG studio out there, uh, Lightforge. Let's keep an eye on it in the future. This is very small, but kind of related. The Borderlands 3 movie. We got a bit of, uh, we got a news of a cameo that I'm excited about. Uh, do you know Penn and Teller? Yeah. Yeah, so Penn. Penn is gonna be in <laughs> Borderlands 3. He's gonna be a character in the Borderlands 3 movie. Um he honestly, perfect. Perfect for Borderlands. I'm happy with that. I can see I hope that they put Teller in two, Honestly, just as like just as like a like a side character behind him or something, you know? I think that would be quite cool. Um but yeah, that wasn't really important news, it's just fun to talk about. This I find interesting, Dennis. Which is not big news, it's just interesting gaming news. Do you know Roblox? Yeah. So Roblox is a game where you can make your own games as well and people can play those games and you can actually you can make a lot of money like se- like not selling Roblox games but through microtransactions. You can set up your own microtransactions on your own Roblox game. So there are like kids out there making money even. But there's a Roblox game right now. I, what is the name of it actually? Like I feel so bad, but it was the, it's the fastest growing and most successful Roblox title of all time. As of April, it had million concurrent users. Uh, It's had 22 billion visits, which means like 22 billion plays, but there's almost 2 million concurrent users in April 2021. So they decided that the Roblox, the people who made this Roblox game, not Roblox itself, but like I said, the game within Roblox, they've they've developed their own studio now, which is a 40-man studio, which is bigger than the Valheim studio. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Like... That's crazy. But to be fair, they're probably making way more money than Valheim because of microtransactions. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean Roblox but is that, a
0: huge, huge thing. Yeah.
1: And kids, dude, kids are the biggest money spenders of all. You know what I mean? That's why... Well, it's parents I, I, for I,
0: I, kids. That's what it is. It's,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, that's... Look, If you always, if you look at it, any advertisement company will tell you the same thing is that the people the best people to sell to are kids because they just go mommy daddy please you know it's why people will always it's unfortunate but people will always push advertising onto children and it's the reason why the fcc fights so hard to protect kids but that's a, a, another story for another day anyways i thought that was crazy though so they started a 40-man studio from a roblox game hmm. it's also no big surprise because we've seen things like dota 2 I mean, Dota started as a game within a game, you know, and then it became its own thing, like huge. Well, to be fair, I think it was Valve, you know, that got involved. Um, But still, so that's cool. This is super small. I don't know how it's going to work, but um, Rambo and Die Hard are coming to Warzone next week. I don't know what that means because there's no other information attached to this article. That's just the headline and that's it. So, hey, if you play Warzone, hey, Rambo and Diehard are going to be I wonder there. if there's going to be,
0: like, a scenario or a map Because they, they, they,
1: is... they, don't, they don't see the characters' names. They just say Diehard. Diehard's coming to the game. Like, what does that mean? Uh, the like, only thing it, I can think it, of is, is the, the building. going to be there? I, I, yeah, that's what the... I'm assuming. Yeah. I, I'm
0: assuming the map is the Diehard Tower, Nakatomi Plaza. That would be cool. And, and you play that, would be cool, that right? and there's terrorists or whatever. And I don't know. You see
1: the German guy falling. Yeah oh that'd be great so yeah no idea what that means this is the last bit of news i have but it's the one that i'm most excited about also don't know how to feel about it because i don't actually know much about the forza tech engine Mm -hmm. but uh the new fable game is being developed by by turn 10 the developers of forza and they're using the forza tech engine which makes sense it's their engine uh and they're using it to enrich the tool set to support an Mm -hmm. open world action rpg i'm not too sure if that matters but we saw the announcement trailer a long time ago it looked beautiful like i'm excited for the game forza as a game also does look beautiful you know what i mean i mean yes it's a racing game but the actual if you ever take the time to look at the landscape of around you in forza it's beautiful so i feel like they're mainly going to be using the engine for like the greenery if that makes sense Hmm. you know what i mean like the trees and the grass and stuff because Forza, like that's they look beautiful. Then again, I mean, you don't get to see them up close, obviously, because you're on the road. But you know, I I do I think it's going to be that. So yeah, they're working on new features like ray tracing for the game, So Fable will have ray tracing most likely. Um, yeah, man, I can't believe it was already and it's already been a year since the announcement. But yeah, I'm looking. I knew forward that to game
0: it. was. I knew that game was going to come out for a while. I mean, just yeah, <laughs> based on... it's not going to
1: happen for a while.
0: Um,
1: so. Yeah, but that's that's about the news that we got for that. Um, But like you got to keep in mind as well, though, that they are also working on uh, Forza Motorsport. So they're not just working on Fable. uh, It seems like they'll be also continuing on Forza, which they have to, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, it makes sense. I mean, I mean, not so much. It's just that the Forza. I don't play racing games in general, just because I suck at them and. The only kinds mm-hmm. I really like playing are, like, actually in the arcade. we got the steering wheel. And even then, I still suck at them. Um, but the one thing I always admired about Forza was the graphics. The graphics are always yeah. amazing. So if they're going to use that engine and take it and, 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 and utilize it in Fable, then great. Um,
1: I, yeah, yeah, I just read now. It Actually, that's what I speculated is exactly what they're doing. They're using it for the scenery, greenery. So they're going to be using it for the world specifically the open world itself the scenery the landscapes and stuff which i think like i said from just from forza horizon which is a fairly old game those landscapes look gorgeous you know what i mean like i think it's gonna add that it's gonna add whimsy to the world of fable and fable is a very whimsical word and i don't like using that word whimsy but that's the best way to describe it it, it,
0: it, uh, it applies there's it, yeah, very few things that are whimsical, and it applies to mm, uh, to something to
1: like fable. That. It's very like whimsy because it gets for that goes for that fairy tale vibe sometimes, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah,
1: um, but that's are... the last bit of news that I have. Cool. I'm just so excited about it. Cool.
0: Um, I guess that's it for the episode. Uh, yeah. Um, next week, let's let's see what kind of big news drops.
1: Oh, uh, we we can talk about Mass Effect next week. Yeah. So. yeah because uh, i'm going to see if i can get my hands on it because uh, like i said i don't like i don't mind too much paying that 60 dollar mark i'm so not I'm saying see it's, if I can get it it's, it's not
0: overpriced uh yeah. considering what it is it's just for me right now of the month,
1: you know <laughs> it's the middle of the month you know yeah. gotta wait yeah. for payday so yeah
0: um all right uh that's it for now uh you guys can follow me on twitter at thinkhero instagram Dennis.TZNG. Subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash revog. You can subscribe to the podcast. Like I said, check out our, if you're into VR at all, check out our game basketball VR game, pick up basketball VR. We just launched a big update today. Um, also going to have a link to that, to the Steam page on there. Um, Josh, where can people find you?
1: Where- you guys can find me on, um, why am I blanking, TikTok. There we go. That's that's the platform everybody knows and loves. <laughs> you guys can find me on t- uh, TikTok at josh.toki. And you guys can find me on Instagram at josh.toki. And you guys can find me on Twitch at josh underscore toki. Um, and yeah, yeah, another great, if you guys have any questions, if you guys ever want to talk to me, the best place to find me is on the Revog Discord, Discord. channel. You you guys will see me on the right. It's just, I'm the only admin with Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only Josh admin. So that's me. You guys feel free to ask me anything. Cool.
0: All right. Uh, see you guys later.
1: See you later.